Love Talk Radio. Okay, but I got it, and the show was still able to start. 
All righty then. And DJ Dika listening is disabled. So she was struggling to pick up the phone. So we just wanted to say we apologize and we ask that you bear with us when if certain situations like that occur. And that's what happened. But guess what? She picked up the phone and she was still able to do, what is that, the engineering part? She was still able to do the engineering part for the show. Isn't that something? And so why we, we got to talk about me being disabled today? Because it's Disability Awareness Month. I mean, Employment Month. What? Okay. I thought it was yeah. Awareness Month too. I thought um, I thought yeah, it was Disability yeah. Awareness as well. Yeah, it is. But they lately they just stick to Disability Employment Month. But anyway, okay. Yes, listeners. Yes, listeners. Yes, I'm a person with a disability. Okay, can we get off that now? We've been on that subject too long now. Okay. What was I talking about? One minute too long. Okay. What would you say? I said one minute too long. Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Miss Vicky's really on one. Okay. Today. Okay. Okay, okay. Hallelujah. Holla back. Back to life. Go ahead. So let's go ahead and get get, um, do our shout outs and get... um, let our listeners know our social media outlets. So first we want to say we um, we give a shout-out to WEXP 88.3 um, for sponsoring us to have a host show, as well as Neon um, H2O Water, who are the same in one. It's just um, the same um, person that owns both um, things. Um, and then we just want to shout out to our listeners, to our faithful listeners, whether you listen live or you listen at your leisure. We appreciate you. And um, we, would, we would also appreciate if you holler back at us through one of our social media outlets and let us know how you feel. Give us, um, you can give us advice. You can give us collective criticism. You can even let us know if you're interested in um, calling in. Because eventually we're going to do that, but we're not doing it right now. But we still want to hear from you. Um, Uh Can you give? Can you give out our um, social media outlets? Miss Vicky going to give open up a can of worms. You know, you know, you know, start having people calling in and giving their opinion now. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) let's go to our social media. So you can reach us on Divine Victory Ministries. The D and the V and the M are capital. And remember, as always, uh, for our faithful listeners and for our new listeners, when you go to Divine Victory Ministries' Facebook page, uh, remember that you're looking for the Divine Victory Ministries with the key in the middle. And we have a group page, and we have a community page. And if you want to join our group page, you just wait for us to accept you. And um, you can be a part of our group. Um, Our Twitter page is dvm418. And our Instagram is Divine Victory Ministries, and the D, V, and the M is uh, no space, and it's all small letters. Our email is divinevictoryproductions at gmail.com, and our website is divinevictoryministries.duda, zero, I mean, in the word one, dot com. So that is all our information. So, um... What else? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, DJ Thank you. You're welcome, uh, Miss Vicky. Uh, 
you, we just love we are love fest up in here, listeners. So the title <laughs> of our show today is the bitter with the sweet. But before we go into our topic, we're going to give our our resources, little tidbits about domestic violence, uh, uh, disability awareness month, and breast cancer awareness month, and pre, it's well, also preacher. Before yes. we do that, can yeah. we discuss? Um, can we have an icebreaker? Okay, and wait. We can let me discuss what we did. Yeah. And okay. We can yeah. Discuss we're, what we're we did for our birthday. Yeah, we can do that. Was this? Hold on. Um, dang, Miss Vicky, man, I can't remember what I was trying to finish and say. Man, man, I'm not happy now. Dang it. Okay, Miss Biggie, oh, you interrupted me now. I can't remember. Okay, you go on and tell them about our birthday, what we did this week, while I think about it. Okay. So we just came from uh, one of the famous restaurants, Bubba Gump, and um, had a really good time. I, I had some good home-cooked-style type food, which I really wanted. I didn't want nothing too fancy two out of the norm and I didn't want to go to any and see I'm saying I I I um but I didn't want to go to any um new restaurants for my birthday. She just went by herself and, ladies uh, and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> and so no I said we went. I was just saying that that I was speaking on that everything is what I wanted. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying because this was actually um we went for my birthday today. And um so we went to Bubble Gump, but surprisingly, we didn't know that when they celebrate your birthday at Bubble Gump, that you have to have a contest to see who can eat the cake the fastest. So we found out at the last minute that we had to eat it. Eat the, they brought us a cupcake with a big old whipped cream on top of it and the little can, little sprinkles, and they told us that we had to eat the cake, eat who could, we had to uh, have a competition on who was going to eat the cupcake the fastest and we couldn't even use our hands. And so it was so funny because when they started the little song, you know, when you go to a restaurant and they sing happy birthday, I'm thinking, I don't know, because I'm thinking they're going to say ready, set, go or something like that, you know, but they started clapping their hands, chanting something. I, don't, I couldn't even understand what they were saying beyond when they were clapping their hands. So I started clapping with them. And all at the same time, Dika was Dick, DJ Dika was trying to eat the um, eat her cupcake, which she couldn't I even reach it because of how the seat was. And so then, um, when I I started clapping, and the guy, the waiter, told me he said no, he was pointing, telling me to start eating the cupcake. So I got half of it down, and then I was just like, okay, this is all I can do. <laughs> and the funny part so about it funny. is, the funny part about it is. Because I told them that even though, you know, I was celebrating Vicky because she celebrated me the last week, the week before, we told them that it was both our birthdays. So I'm just saying, if I would have not said it was my birthday too, then she probably would have had to just eat it by herself. We should have did that because, you know, she started, I started before her because I was paying attention. <laughs> and she still beat me, you know, because it was a contest. Who can eat the but cupcake by? you was paying attention. I was paying attention too, but I did not understand what they said. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Let me rephrase it. She didn't understand. They was telling her she had to start eating while they were singing. But my point is, because I started before her and I was struggling, 
and she still beat me eating no cupcake. And I'm a very competitive person. So, you know, I'm like, oh. And I'm not. I and I'm not. I do not like competition. I couldn't even be mad because she's straight. Go ahead. And see, and I don't like competitiveness. I don't. That's not my cup of tea. I don't like competing. I like everybody to have. You know, I know it's impossible for everyone to have the same thing. But I, if it could be like that, I would be happy that we all can be blessed. Everybody can have successes and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't like that comp- competition stuff. So that's just not a part of my blood. It's in my bloodline, but it's not coming out on me. It's coming out in my children grandchildren, things like that, but that's not me. I'm not a competitive person at all. Or let's say this, okay, well, me, I don't have the desire well, to compete. I have the ability well, to compete if I need to, but I don't desire it. Because I think everybody has the ability to compete, but I don't, that's not my desire. I don't even like it. Well, thank you for sharing. So mm-hmm. let me let me rephrase what I said now that Vicky doesn't explained it like that. Okay. <laughs> I like competition when it comes to playing games and sports or whatever, but when it comes to, because, you know, this does happen in society, so I want to set the record straight. That is not me and Miss Vicky. There are, there is, you know, in society today, Saudi, some women where they will compete with one another and they fall <laughs> out. Fun. They can't even be friends because they compete with one another. So um, I'm glad to say that um, even though he was in fun or whatever, I'm glad to say that me and Miss Vicky have a very positive relationship, and we don't compete. Um, uh, what is what I'm trying to say? Uh, we don't compete with one another. We go out of our ways to support one another, and we lift one another up. So, and that's how I. Now feel I do that. play games. Now I do play card games, and I play all those different games, yeah. and I'm on team. I can be on a team and things like that, but I'm not going to get all upset and then I was shape if I lose. Yes, 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 that um, part. You know, so. so that's the part that I'm saying, how some people that are competitive, they get upset, they have, they're so a loser, you know, that type of thing. I'm not like that. Like, I'm good. I'll be like, oh, that was a good game, you amen, know, and I amen. move on. Amen. So, but going back mm-hmm. to the ice cream thing, it was fun. We weren't expecting that because we had went to Bubba Gump for our birthday before, but we haven't went for a while, so this was kind of new. So it was kind of Well, you fun. know what? I think they might have did it because both of us' birthday was at the same time. But, no, we told them that before. Yeah. we Yeah. And we didn't have to do that, so that might be something new. But it was fun. I ain't going to lie. You know, when they told us, I was like, wow, oh, wow. Man, and we did have I- a videotape, so if anybody wants to see it, they can go to our Facebook page. I think um, DJ Dicker posted it. Did you you didn't post it on Divine Victory, huh? You got to post it on Divine no, Victory. No, no, I put everything on our personal page, you know. <laughs> yeah, put it on Divine Victory. You got to post it on there. Oh, but dude, yeah, so, um, by tomorrow it should be there. I'm not uh-uh, gonna put too much on DJ Dicker. I'm not gonna put too much on DJ Dicker today, but um, give her about 24 <laughs> hours. I'm not gonna give too, put too much pressure on you today, <laughs> but give it about 24 hours. And Thanks. you will see the video live when we was at Thanks. Bubble Gump and what we had to do and how we Thank looked you. funny doing it. Like she was bobbing her head and I was trying to bob mine once I realized Man. I was supposed to bob it. And, oh, my God. Was I was like, 
It's easier so, said than done. When they see people doing that stuff on TV, that mess is not easy. So our birth. So that that concludes our birthday. Uh, we're not finished. We got how many more weeks in October? We got two more weeks to celebrate. So we'll be back next week to tell you what we did that next uh, this coming week. Oh we'll no, I didn't Sunday. finish. I went. I also oh, went oh, to Catalina Island. Oh yeah. I didn't finish. I went to Catalina. Two that two weekends in a row. I went last weekend. I left Friday night, came back Sunday evening. Uh, well, late afternoon, and then I went on Saturday um, morning, and I came back today. Um, so Every I had a wonderful day. time. Man. I had a wonderful time. Um, the jazz musicians were wonderful. More especially Damien Escobar. That brother makes the violin really look interesting like the way he plays it it's like it's like I mean you know most people be like oh he was sexy and this and that and I mean granted he was however the part that stuck out for me is that he's so passionate when he plays it's like he draws you into it and I'm not saying that I haven't seen other passionate musicians but his is like a different type of passion and he's playing that violin the way he does it and so it's like he just boosts everyone's energy. And then he also puts, uh, there's a time during his presentation that he talks to us as well. And he's uplifting and he's talking about love and he's talking about how we should treat one another and how we should appreciate life and things like that. So it's like he did a lot of, um, what do you call that? Exalting, exhorting people, like lifting people up. And so it was wonderful. It was really, really good. So I had a good time. So I did that also. And I'm so glad she had that <laughs> wonderful time. But I just need to add, okay? Mm-hmm. I just need to add, okay? Because I didn't get to go. And one day I'll be able to go with her. But I just want to share this. She was talking about passion, how passionate he was. Okay, I thought she was talking about how handsome he looked. Excuse me. But I'm going to comment on it. Uh, <laughs> she showed me a video um, I was like, I'm not really into jazz, but I'll do it because when I'm with her, she do jazz. But I'm telling you, she sent me that video. She, oh, uh, she made me want to watch it. I watched it because he made he took violin watching to another level, and I I wasn't watching it because of that violin. But I tell you what, he made me listen to him though, and that's all I'm gonna say on that one. Alrighty then, moving on. Oh, Lord have mercy. He's making me get hot and bothered right now. Come on, we got to go back oh, to the show. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> you one, man. No, I did not. Okay. All right, this is a grown-up show. This ain't G-rated. Man, all righty then. Okay, back to life, back to reality. All righty then. Now we're going to go to our little facts. I still don't remember what I was trying to say earlier before Miss Vicky told me she wanted an icebreaker. Oh, okay, so we're going to talk about... You know, October, outside of us being our birthday month, don't forget you can also donate at our website for our birthday. You got all the way till November 4th and 9th. Okay, so um, it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's also Disability Awareness Employment. Oh, I said it wrong. Disability Employment Awareness Month. And it's also Domestic Violence Month. And it's also Pastor Appreciation Month. We want to give a shout-out to our own uh, Bishop, Bishop Ed Smith. We appreciate you. So Oh, yes, you're right. Zoe Christian Fellowship of Whittier. 
Thank we appreciate you. you, Bishop. Thank you, thank you, thank There's you. There's a Vicky lot of Earth. Ed Smith out there. It sure in the heck is. You ain't never heard about that. Man, Jesus. <laughs> I can't even deny that one. Okay, but anyway, let's go. We're going to start with Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we want to give a shout-out to all the people that have survived uh, breast cancer or any kind of cancer in general. But we know yeah. that that's not easy at all. So yeah. um, I'm just going to give one or two facts today. So in the U.S., one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. The most significant risk factors for breast cancer are being female and aging. About 95% of all breast cancers in the U.S. occur in women, 40 and older. Wow. Just by, just by reading that stat alone, ladies and gentlemen, I would encourage you all, men or women, to go get checked out and get your physicals because I have been told and through research when you catch it early, that helps a lot. And moving on. Yeah. Yeah. And then going back to uh, Dis- National Disability Awareness Month, I'm just going to keep it sweet and simple. People with disabilities are people first, Okay. They have a disability second. I'm not telling you something I read out of a book. I'm telling you for first-hand experience. I'm a person. I'm Dika. Dika. Dika before I have a disability. And being Disability Awareness Month, Employment Month, um, hire a person with a disability. I'm going to say it again. Hire a person with a disability. When I had my first job at Carl's Jr., that's what was told to me that they were willing to hire me because they know a person with a disability is going to come to work every day and they're going to come on time and they ain't got to worry about you being late. And I and I was like, huh? But I realized there's some truth in that because, you know, we, we, we might not, sometimes people with disabilities might not have anything else and they enjoy their job and they're going to want to come to work. So don't feel threatened or feel scared to hire a person with a disability. We can do things just like everybody else. Now that's a, and I, we can do a whole lot more than you ever thought or imagined. That's a whole nother radio show. We're gonna leave it right there. Um, next, um, let's see what else I want to talk about. Um, did I cover everything? Oh, domestic violence month. Let me get my little information. We were talking about myths, so I'm only gonna share one myth, and we'll continue the rest of the month. So let me find it. I don't want to make sure I get the right information. Ain't nobody be saying tunnel vision don't give facts. Okay. Where is it at? Where are the this goodness. is a myth, so how can it be a fact? Oh, yes, 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 yes. The, I'll talk about the whole show in period, not this one particular subject matter. I'm talking about um, the okay. show, period. All righty. Okay. You know, what would I do without Vicky? I'll tell you. She keeps me honest, <laughs> I tell you. Man. I'm just okay. answering the same way a listener would say, because I know if I was listening, I would probably say that out loud. But you doing the show with me. But you doing the show with me, man. Boy, <laughs> we have a lot of tunnel vision between the two of us today. Back to life, back to reality. I'm glad we're making you guys laugh. <laughs> Myth number six. Hopefully. Oh, they laughing. Myth number six. If the batterer is truly sorry and promises to reform, the abuse is going to stop. No, no, no. Remorse and begging for forgiveness are part of the method used by batterers to control their victims. Batter, batterers rarely stop battering 
without intervention. All right, then. So I we've given you three different, we've talked on three different subject matters. We gave you a little information. I hope that helps. If you want any more information, you know what to do. Contact us on our Facebook, or Twitter, or our Instagram, or send us an email at divinevictoryproduction at gmail.com. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to reality. All righty, then. We finally got it right now. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about our subject matter for the rest of the time. So, Ms. Vicki, you want to start us off on our subject matter? Well, we're talking about, um, uh, what is it? What's our topic? My bad. We're continuing our conversation. Yes, bitter with the sweet. So, um, we've been, for those listeners that are just coming on and those that have been keeping up or those that kind of trying to catch up, um, we've been talking about shows that um, are in the media, um, particularly on network, which is owned by Oprah Winfrey. And um, a lot of the shows that we've been discussing are Tyler Perry shows. And the one in particular today is Queen Sugar. And these shows collectively um, have depicted social issues that we all have seen in one way or another. And so we decided that we wanted to share with you and, and discuss some of those social issues that have been occurring on these shows. Because some people we had talked about before how – People have tunnel vision, and they <laughs> want to pick and choose what shows they want to watch. They say, oh, I don't watch that. That's of the devil. Or, um, yeah. That show has too much sex in it, or it has too much profanity, or, um, or they they're making church people look bad. Yeah. Um, or just different little reasons why they bring up. Because I'm just only naming off certain um, reasons off the top of my head. However, we um, suggest and, or we dare you <laughs> to watch mm, um, these dare. programs that we're discussing <laughs> because you just might learn. Um, Ooh, and, we we hope right that, and we hope that sharing the different um, subject matters or the different social issues that we've recognized in the show we hope that it, it brings awareness um, in your life, uh, whether it's uh, personal or, um, you know, family members, loved ones, you know, or just maybe a neighbor, you know, because we do believe that we are our brother and sister's keeper. So, um, you know, we, we don't want you to have, we don't, we're trying to promote not that mentality to get away from that mentality of me, my poor, no more. Um, it's difficult oh, to live in this world without, without um, you know, helping somebody or at least giving them resources, something. So anyway, hopefully these shows can be some type of resource in regards to awareness um, and to recognize certain things, certain dynamics in families and in uh, populations, whatever it is, if it's the church population if it's the school population, if it's the disabled population, if it's the um, 
LGBT population, if it's the um, your, the population in your job, wherever it is. So I didn't want to make it a long story, but you I just sure? wanted to mention you that. Population of the whole universe. God, actually, I did. I just gave examples, but anyway, um, so so with Queen Sugar, um, there's a lot of different things going on in in Queen Sugar. That's a very very good storyline. Um, Queen Sugar is in is it Louisiana? I know it's Louisiana, but is it New yeah, Orleans? Yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, is it, is it New Orleans or? Is they didn't say just that. They just said Louisiana. We'll just say Louisiana. Yeah, to be safe. So, yeah. And so, anyway, we have given kind of like a, a background on it. I guess I can kind of uh, give a summary. Um, it's African-American family, a father um, who has four children. Let me see. Two girls. No, three, three. children. Uh, three children, two of the children, the, the son and daughter, the youngest, the son is the oldest, youngest, and the daughter, which is the second child, no, the oldest child. Dang, I'm getting confused. Actually, that's not, the son is not the youngest. He's the middle son, middle child. <laughs> so the oldest um, child and the middle child, which is a boy and a girl, was by one lady, and then the youngest daughter is by a Caucasian woman, and the father is African-American. So they have that dynamic, and they do discuss the issues in that area. And then the father owned a farm that he actually was um, taking care of it, cultivating it and growing, you know, um, growing things out of the, the acres of land. And um, he ended up dying. And his children inherited the farm. So the children were not close. The children were not close. Um, The son had a background of going to prison. I don't believe he had drug issues, but but he, none of the children were close to each other. Um, The oldest daughter, she stayed nearby. The youngest daughter lived in a whole other state. She was actually... Um, her husband, uh, yeah, she was in L.A. Her husband was an N- NBA star, and she was his manager, so they were doing very well. Um, so anyway, that that the farm fell in their lap, and moving pushing forward, we won't go into the, the issues that happened with the farm, but we want to move um, forward to talk about how the oldest daughter had got inspired to write a book. She had been, um, because they had went through a lot of hurt and pain when they lost their father, and then trying to figure out how to save the farm, who was going to be responsible for it. Um, Another dynamic is... Can I chime in right here? Sure. I just wanted to add... Um, as we go into what we're going to be talking about uh, pertaining to the family dynamic, because uh, they went through this. It's important. I know this is a touchy subject, but it's real. It's important to have your will written, have a advance yeah. directive, have all of that in place, so when you pass away, you don't leave the burden to your family, and they got to figure out stuff because that's what happened to them. They All three mm-hmm. of them thought that the farm was theirs equally 
and then in one of the episodes showed that it came out that he had left the farm to, to the him, son. the boy, the son. And I guess he had two wheels or something. I don't know how. I forgot how they thought it was all split between the three of them. Yeah, it's, it's basically like some people, because you can always tweak your wheel. Like you can write a wheel and then turn around and change it. And so, yeah, so he I had changed the wheel. One. Yeah. Yeah, he had yeah. changed the wheel and he made his son. Yeah. Okay, that's what beneficiary. Mm-hmm. So that's another social issue. It's important to have your will written, have everything on paper, a vast directive, and a will. So that's a very important social issue. And a lot of people and you I won't need say to have it, um, what is it called? Notarized. What? Yes. And I won't say a lot. I won't say that. Some people, some people, they don't think about uh, burials. They don't think about funerals. They don't think about all that until, you know, it's too late. So it's very important that we have our stuff in order, not just our will and vast directive, but uh, paying for the funeral, having the health and life insurance. But anyway, we'll talk about that another day. But go go on, Ms. Vicky. Yes. So um, anyway, I was going to say that um, they lived on farmland. I mean, the farm, you know, that area was farmland where the father had lived and his property, you know, was farmland. So it, the neighbors were the same. So the owners of the land out there in that area, um, majority owners were was a Caucasian family. And a lot of the um, black farmers were losing their property. So... Um, there was like the so the so the the children were trying to figure out a way to save the farm and help the other black farmers to save theirs as well. So it was like a lot of dynamics going on. So along with the different dynamics going on with them trying to save that, and then they had their own personal issues. Like the son was in prison, and he finally got out. He had a little boy, and then the oldest daughter. She had um, identity issues with herself. She didn't know if she wanted to be a woman, a man, both. She didn't know if she wanted to just be Sullivan. She was just all over the place with that and um, a lot of other things. Then they had issues with, um, you know, they had uh, issues with the sibling rivalry issues, and we'll go into that. I just wanted to give a little bit of background on that. And then um, the oldest daughter, I mean the youngest daughter, I'm sorry, the youngest daughter that um, mom is Caucasian, that whole dynamic of how, you know, we automatically want to say the white woman took my father or the, or the father went to a white woman type of thing, you know, where they don't, we don't want to look at it that they actually found love. You know, they fell in love and they had a child. We want to think negative. Oh, you so can't that, that fall in dynamic, love. You can't fall in love, no. That whole, that whole dynamic with that scenario was going on and all the seeds and the different things that developed, and we will go into that later. But I just coming like to up to current. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me hurry. It, you know, when you're in love, love don't have no color, don't have no age. It's just love. Right. You just take that to right. the bank. Move it on. Right. You know, Jungle so, Fever. Y'all remember Jungle Fever? Okay, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, with the, the oldest daughter, 
having her issues with wrestling with her identity, um, like all of us just trying to make sure you're on your on your um on in purpose, that you on your, your journey the way you're supposed to be on your journey, um, learning from your mistakes and things like that. She decided that she all of a sudden had this enlightenment that she wanted to write a book. And it's uh, autobiography. And, okay, most autobiographies are about yourself. Sometimes people bring their family into it. But when you bring your family into it, usually, hmm, I think a lot of times if you bring them into it, they're probably not around anymore if it's too negative. You know, or you only say certain things. You kind of like make fake little metaphors. You don't go straight into it. Well, she wrote a book about her family and herself, and she told dirty, uh, dirty laundry. Um, I won't say dirty secrets. It was like the family had. It's just like as if you made a mistake. Like if I, I, I have not ever been to jail. Thank you, Jesus, and I pray that I don't I'm ever be in that type of position. However, if I was um, in a situation at 15 years old. And I did a crime and I went to juvenile hall and then, I, you know, had to do some time and all these different things. And then it was swept under the rug and nobody knew about it. Then she would write about that. So that's the type of things that she did. So each family member, um, she had wrote about them thinking that they were going to get some kind of, what was it, Dika? Like they were going to be enlightened. Like they like it was gonna help them to face reality, like they weren't facing reality. Oh no, it wasn't even like there yet. Was... Wait, let me huh? go here. It was, we weren't even there yet. We she wrote the book. She wrote the book, and her whole family was supporting her. They was all happy go lucky. Oh wow, you wrote a book, but they didn't know that she had told they dirty laundry in the book. And they given oh, her yeah, her process. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying the point of what she wrote. She wrote about because they didn't know what she wrote right, at first. Right, right, right. She was, but she was speaking about it. She was because she had um, pre-speaking engagement. I guess I don't know what they call it, but it's like they weren't book signings. But she had, to, she went and spoke in different environments oh, about the book, the book before yeah, it was released. Yeah. Before yeah. the book was released, she had went and spoke in different environments, and so they were yeah. the first to hear about the book. And, yeah, of um, course. The, the the information, you know, their business that she spoke on, the bam, family's business, was very, very um, detrimental. Personal. Personal. It was personal yeah. and detrimental. Um, one of the girls, I mean, uh, her, her nephew's mother used to be on drugs, and she gave, like, explicit, information about what happened like how she was sleeping with different people and her addiction and how they found her drugged up and all you know drunk and had been sleeping around and they had to go take the baby like she wrote that kind of stuff in the book and that's why so, i share with nobody keep it till i go to my grave <laughs> and nobody know my business nothing nothing and if you know any of my business you better hide it you better you know forget about it thank you Okay, moving on. That's a shame. Talk about a social anyway. issue. But, but the, but the funny thing about it, 
the funny thing about it, when you think about her character, because you know this is a character she's playing, right? When you think about the character disposition, she didn't think she was doing nothing wrong. Yeah, that part. She did not yeah, think that, that she was hurting anybody. She thought she that, that she was she helping. She felt that she was helping them be set free. Yes. Yeah, she, yeah, that's the point I was trying to get. That's that's okay. where I was trying to go. She okay. felt like she was helping her family to free them of their pain. And she felt like But did nobody ask them. her to free them? Right. That's the problem. They but didn't ask her to free like them. That if they face their truth of their past, that it will free, set them free. And she felt okay. like they, because everybody has a different formula to freedom for their life. Like it's a different <laughs> formula for everybody. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So her formula was, you know, to write a memoir. You know what I'm saying? But not about her family, unless she was going to write it and put it in a safe somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Not to sell it, not to give it to the whole world. But uh-uh. um, that's the kind of stuff she was talking about. That's the kind of stuff you write in your diary. You know? <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah. nowadays you can't even write stuff in a diary because people find that sucker. You better have a lock on that sucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, better lock well, that sucker up. You know what I mean? Excuse you can me? write in codes like best man did. You can write okay, in well, codes. Okay, well, I guess I need to start up writing best in codes. Man, the movie Best Man, yeah. I forget his name, the actor. But when he wrote that novel about his coming up in college and everything, he wrote everything in codes. But, but they still figured it college out. Friends fig- but his college friends figured it out, not the world. The world okay. that was reading it didn't know. Right. It was only his college friends. So I'm you saying, right. like, if she wants to write a book, like, I mean, write a, you write in a diary, you write it in the, you know, in code, you don't write it straight out. Just so that it, because if that's a part of her freedom, then that's something she needs to be freed from, but not to, not to monopolize off of it. Because she was getting success. She, she in turn got success out of that, out of telling her people's business like that. Well, and let I me mean, make an announcement. There's one let way me. to tell business, but she took it to a whole <laughs> she other level. one she way to tell business. Very, what way is that? Yes. She gave, what I'm way is that, Ms. Like she could have said, she could have said it much lighter. She gave discreet information. Why do you say so much lighter? It's cool. I mean, I mean, I said discreet. I used the wrong word. Explicit <laughs> information. I didn't mean to say discreet. Explicit information. Oh, like her, her her sister, her younger sister, said when she found out what she wrote in the book, she she said, "Is this how much you hate me?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she's telling everybody, "I'm the devil." You know, because that's and how it came didn't back feel to nothing her. Wrong with that. Yeah. But then she also wasn't even going to tell them that she wrote about them. She was just going to release the book and think that they was going to be happy for her. So somebody, I forget who it was, somebody came to her and said, you better um, tell your family. I forget who told her that. But anyway, someone warned her. Someone warned her to to make sure, no. Someone warned her and told her to let, she did do it. Someone warned her and told her to let let her family do it. Listen, no, listen. Mm -mm, No, they didn't. Someone warned her to tell them Tell them, uh, let tell them about the book before she was released. So she went and gave each person the book and told them to read it. So she did what they yes. said. Yes, she did what. But they however, 
before she did and that. And they all read it. it, and they all read it before the book was released. All of them. Okay. Okay. I think the only person was the last one was the aunt, which I'm not sure if she read hers before the book was released. She might have read it right before. Because you know how they drag on the storyline yeah. and you be thinking yeah. that it's but days and weeks say, and months that went by. It'd be just only a day. <laughs> yeah, because I was just going to add, you right, Miss Vicky. They didn't know, but what happened was um, a reporter, her sister, was at a press conference. And you're right, she didn't know yet. She knew the book was out, but she but didn't she know what was in it. she had already got the book. She already got the book, though. She had it. Oh, when the reporter she asked her the, the question. She had the book before that happened. Yeah, she had the oh, book okay. already. Mm-hmm. But like, after that happened... Stuff. That drove yeah. her to go and read the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. Mm-hmm. My bad. Yeah. So she, went, got she went and got a bottle of wine. <laughs> she sat out with the book. Yeah. And Man, I think I would have had that some more than some wine. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, thank you for the clarification. So I'll be oh, here to let y'all some know. Vodka too? Because I'm like, when you say more than wine, what you mean more than wine? <laughs> okay. Now, see, we talking about you TV show, but you tell, but you tell it our look. business right now. You tell it our dirty, dirty. Well, you, you started it. You planted the seeds. I'm like, you have more than one. Look, <laughs> like, what do you have more than one? Hopefully, uh-huh. your heart is alcohol, not nothing else. I know you ain't talking about anyway. Anyway, oh, okay. Um, right. I'm not trying to share that I drink alcohol because it makes me sick. But anyway, anyway. Anyway, uh, that maybe forget what I was gonna say. Focused on alcohol. Uh, don't get. Oh, so anyway, okay, go ahead. I remember what I was gonna say now. That for all the people out there that's that's telling me to write a book, I'm letting y'all know. I I have second thoughts. Okay, so y'all gonna be (laughs) waiting because this storyline messed me up. I'm like, oh no 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 no. I'm going to have to leave a lot of stuff out, or I just don't say nothing. Because people are not going to be happy. Because I write, even though like, this is a show. What? No, I was even though to this, say something. Go ahead. Even though this is a show and this is fiction, but that stuff be really happening. You know, it'd be like you write a book and it'd be your story, and then people going to get mad. I had a personal experience, true story. Uh, somebody did an article about me, and I was speaking the truth. And some, so I had a, a Queen Sugar mummy too. Um, somebody read it and was calling me on the phone talking about why I say that. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. That is what happened. That's my truth. I ain't got a lot of kick it. I'm sorry if you don't agree, but that's my truth, and we gonna go ahead. And that was just a little thing. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll have to uh, wait on writing the book, wait till they pass away or something, because you know. But everybody, even though it's your truth. Everybody's social issue, real stuff. Even though it's your truth, everybody's not gonna agree with your truth, and you gotta right. be ready to deal with that when you're writing the book. Mm-hmm. So I'm not ready but to deal with so that. it was so crazy that it was so crazy that she was just compelled to write this book. She was so inspired, like she had like a spiritual awakening yeah. or something. And yeah. in the movie, you know, I'm not knocking people. I mean, you know, you. Whatever you do is your business, and I just hope you be safe. You're not doing anything evil. However, <laughs> he was into, uh, I don't know, what was it? Um, goodness. He was into doing incense and all these things, and I don't know. 
she seemed like she was into some type of belief system that she had gathered in the South. And I'm, I can't even label it because they didn't identify what she do, you know, as far as what kind of practices that she did. So I'm just saying that, you know, it was just like, you know, she got a spiritual awakening, she felt, but it turned out, it, it, it turned out really nasty because she was very close with her family at this point in the show. Um, she had become very close with everyone. They were a close-knit family. They were working together. Um, they always said they loved each other. They supported one another. But once she released that book, once she wrote that book and her family found out about it, they could not stand her. Their relationships were broken. They became estranged. And um, <clears throat> so where she got her spiritual awakening from, I don't know. Um, <laughs> something we do always say, you know, a lot of times we'll say um, things happen for a reason, but I think that that's not all, I mean, Maybe we could say things happen for a reason, but maybe the for me, I feel like maybe the reason is is that she needs to be more sensitive and considerate of other people, and this is a lesson that she's learning, and she had to be burnt. She had to feel that burning sensation in her stomach and in her heart from being rejected by her family to realize that you don't do people like that. Maybe that's the thing where you say things happen for a reason, but other than that, I don't believe that's the case in everybody's situation. I think sometimes it's just that we just made a mistake, period. You know, because a lot of times we'll we'll attack that, oh, things happen for a reason, like that's the way God wanted it to go. But no, a lot of times when we make certain decisions, God ain't got nothing to do with it. It's us. And so I'm saying that if it's not bringing, it's not if it's not bringing life into something, if it's not bringing good fruit into it or a good um, result out of it, then you cannot attack God to that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when she when she was writing about her family, she was putting pouring out pain into. You know, people say the universe. I don't even want to use that word. I don't even, I don't even want to address it that way because I don't want to get caught up in saying that kind of thing. But, um, you know, it's like in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? You releasing hurt and negativity. That's why I, a lot of times I say, don't come giving me no negative information. Let me find out on my own unless I really need to know. You know, because sometimes people have bad... Mm, some people have bad intentions. Some people just aren't careful. Like they just careless and they just no filter and just run off at the mouth and don't even realize that they cause more hurt than more harm than good when they start speaking to people and telling them all these things. Because it's like, okay, initially when you start pouring out into a person and telling them negative stuff, what are you doing? You're making them feel bad. So take that into consideration. When you're telling somebody something, do you want to hurt them? Because you're going to hurt them, and then, matter of fact, you're going to hurt them double because you're telling them something bad about another individual, and then you're hurting them by them even finding out. So I'm just saying, with her Man. writing this memoir about her family and putting all that stuff out there in the world for the world to read it, and not only just wrote a book, there's a lot of people that are authors, and their books are sitting on shelves. 
or they ha- or they just sitting on in an online base somewhere. But this girl's book is out there. People want her books. I'm talking about colleges want her books. All kind of big time um, writers and people from yeah, people from different environments. Yeah, she was on the bestseller. So it's like their business is really out there, and people are really reading this book. So I'm just saying that was just, so she was a good writer. That was she my just, you know, and she was excellent yeah. writer. She was. Yeah, Miss Vicky told it very well. Too. You know, Miss Vicky missed her calling. You know, you know, just you know, she what get all that? into our subject. <laughs> you know, you get all deep into the subject matter, and I'd be like, man, I man, I don't even know what to say well, how right I now. Miss my, how I miss my what? calling? What is my calling? I was being funny, Miss Vicky. You know, but you you don't gave us you don't gave us a, a, a psychology lesson like we in on a couch somewhere. Uh, you don't took us to church two or three times. You know, but you you know, and then you on the podcast uh, DJing. You know what I'm saying? My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. So you did very well, uh, you know, explaining that right there. So did y'all hear Miss Vicky? Miss Vicky don't want to hear no negativity news, so don't come tell her nothing. <laughs> Let her find out I, on her own. Number two, yeah, go things, ahead. There are certain things that we need to know, granted, but I'm just <laughs> saying there are a lot of situations where people just want to run their mouth and they really didn't need to say anything. Oh, a yeah, lot of times it's more self-gratification yeah. than for help for the other person. Because even, even, if you, even if you want to say in the church, we need to pray more before we run in yes. to go talk to somebody. Because sometimes yes. it's just we just trying to have self gratification, running off to people, telling them stuff. But even it is outside in the Bible. of that, because that the population that I actually am in is the church, is the Christian church. Um, however, the church is within me. But I'm saying in the in the, um, being a believer and being with fellow. Um, Christian believers, um, believers. Um, but I'm just saying, like a lot of times um, we've done that. But even outside of the church, people do the same thing. They run and they want to go tell this and that, any other, um, for self gratification, just to let them know they know, or just want to tell them something because they think they're gonna be able to help or whatever the case may be. And sometimes it's not even the case of what you should do. You know. And let me just ask. So, let me just ask. When she was talking about people like to go see, back in the day, not that I want to tell my age, but I don't care about my age because I look good for my age. Okay, look, back in the day, when we want to tell people, if you want to tell people business, you just get on your phone. You get on your phone, and you call <laughs> all your homies, and you tell the business. But nowadays, we got this thing called social media, and they want yeah. to put their they want to put their business on social media. I'm sorry people going to get mad, but I'm speaking the truth. Facebook, excuse me, excuse me. The premise behind Facebook is not what people be doing. The premise behind Facebook was to connect people so they can connect with each other, you know, connect with your family members and connect with people, not to get on there and gossip, not to get on there and fight with one another. Then everybody, excuse me, me, if y'all don't know this by now, let me tell you. Tunnel vision, let me tell you. Everybody sees your business. Okay, everybody and it don't go nowhere. It don't go nowhere. It's in cyberspace. It's there forever. If you want to go off on somebody or you want to get mad at somebody, pick up the phone. Go back and forth all day long. (laughs) You know, you're paying the bill. It don't matter. (laughs) Put that mess on social 
media. Mm-hmm. Social media was meant for us to connect with one another. How you doing, Miss Vicky? How you doing, Miss Vicky? You know, man, that must be killing me. Excuse me. <laughs> People come up to be talking about I don't be on Facebook never because if I ain't got nothing positive to say, encouraging, then you're not gonna see me on Facebook. Okay, exactly. there it is there for all those people that have anything else. Man, I'm going to talk about politics. Excuse me, I was about to say politics. Excuse me, let me rephrase that. I'm going to talk about encouragement. I'm going to talk about our show. I'm going to talk about our ministry. I'm going to talk about my community service activities. That's it. That's it. And if I'm too boring, I'm too boring. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so right. we have discussed. So that's what we call the bitter with the sweet. You take the bitter with the yeah. sweet. We're going to so, go into more um, more um, dynamics to give you a little bit more dynamic about Queen Sugar, and hopefully it'll tug on you to go and uh, listen to it. I mean, listen to it. Go and watch it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'll continue to listen to us. And, yes, um, please do. Please do. Listen to and the tell your friends. We, you know, back in highlight. the day, you know, back in the day, for all you, I won't say old, um, y'all remember Alpha Beta? Y'all, y'all know, you know, people that's 50 or above, 40, 50. You know, remember that <laughs> store, Alpha Beta? In the, in the in the motto used to be tell your tell a what was it tell a friend uh, yeah like Alpha Beta tell a friend you know what I'm saying remember that you remember that store Zodis ma'am so you make yeah I was just getting ready like, to say Zodis girl Zodis and Jimco and and Best what was that show that oh, show excuse me um uh, what was that store Best Best something but anyway what we need to talk about that we're gonna talk about that what'd you say. Woolworth, but what? they still have a Woolworth, I think, in downtown LA. What the heck the is Woolworth, that? That's a, it's like a like a Kmart kind of like. Oh, uh, I might be missing the, and I don't it. Also have drugs, it also has a pharmacy, I believe, in Woolworth. Woolworth. But it's like a um like a Kmart. Woolworth. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, Jim Coe, Jim Coe, Jim Coe, my story. Yeah, anyway. Well, you are a little older than me, boy. You ain't that much older than me, so I'll take that back. <laughs> okay. I, I said I'll take it back. All righty then. All righty then. Oh, before we, we say goodbye, because, you know, I like to play my song before we go. Before we say goodbye, uh, we want to give tribute to a we're legend. Not, we're not going to say goodbye. We're going to say see you later. There we go. See you later. It's not, Next it's week, not same time, same place. Oh, yeah. yeah. See you later. See you later. Uh, we're going to give tribute to uh, uh, Representative, United States Representative uh, Elijah Cummings. He was a legend. If anybody, how can I say this? He passed away at 68 years old, and he was a legend. He was part of the civil rights, and he's going to be missed. He was the person that helped uh, Congress, you know, do their job. So I don't know what we're going to do now that he's gone. Hopefully somebody else is going to pick up the choice, and we're going to leave it there. All right. So we just want to give respect to his passing, and he's going to truly be missed. So in uh, memory of Elijah Cummings, the U.S. United States representative. All righty, Ben. And okay. we're going to end with our song. Wait, wait, go ahead. See you later. No, I'm just saying my my laters. Oh, yeah, you See go you ahead. See you later, family. Have a wonderful week. Be safe. Peace and love. Give out peace and love. If you don't have anything to give out, don't say nothing at all until you can build yourself up to be able to give out something good. Love y'all. Oh, man. 
Hallelujah. Hold it back. We're not going to be able to play our song, but peace. Y'all be safe. See you later. I can't find it, man. Shoot. All righty then. I wasn't trying to share that in front of everybody. No, I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) No, no. Can't do that. All righty then. Peace. See you next week. Holler back. Hallelujah. Holler back. Later.